Hello everyone, this is Pastor Scott. And this is Pastor Don from Good Samaritan Lutheran Church here in Las Vegas. And you're listening to Good News from Good Sam, our podcast. This is where we go deeper into our weekly message and give you some spiritual food for the week. So we hope that you enjoy listening today and always feel free to share it with some of your friends as well. Absolutely. We just hope that our time together today will bless you and that will bring you a little bit closer to God and His love for you. Our Good News at Noon Wednesday edition. Welcome everyone. Great to see you. We have our wonderful, colorful wall behind us. You have three amazingly humble and beautiful people on your screen. <laughs> and we are ready to rock and roll this, this afternoon. Welcome. To good news at noon. Well, I have a question for you both. Uh oh. Uh oh. What is one thing you're grateful for today? I'm grateful for sitting next to Tommy and Pastor yeah. Scott and doing this good news at noon <laughs> deeper edition. How about you, Tommy? I am just grateful that I get to work at a place where my kids go to school and I get to be here with them. Ooh, I like mm-hmm. that. Not with us, though, Tommy. I enjoy working with you as well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm grateful for Dave and Jan and the others that tune in um, regularly and some not so regularly as they're able, yeah, but yeah. Uh, grateful for you guys. Roberta, she tunes in from Delaware, right, Roberta? Delaware? Yeah. People live in Delaware? Where is that? Is that Roberta a state? Roberta does, yeah. Is that a state or yeah. is that a town? Uh, I think it's a county. Of it's a county. Is it a county of New York? <laughs> I'm not sure. Catherine, Welcome. Uh, yeah, and I'll say, you know, another thing I'm just, I'm thankful for is I was doing my gratitude journal this morning and I just wrote down that I was thankful in the mornings, especially for the very nice weather. Oh, this is, beautiful this is, today. Mornings and evenings are great. And the fact that right now our family's healthy, because I know a lot of people in our congregation who are not healthy mm-hmm. or dealing with some loss like the Lopez family or just dealing with... Dave and Jan dealing with a lot of pain, a lot of illness. So, yes. Family, I yeah. mean, if you get your health, you have a lot. That's right. Mm-hmm. Makes a difference. It really does. So, I love the weather. This morning we had men's breakfast and 10 guys showed up at 9.30 and they didn't open until 10. Uh-huh. <laughs> Even though That's I hilarious. went by there and the sign said they were open at 9.30. Even really? So the sign yeah, says 9.30, but they actually yeah. didn't open the doors but at we, But, you know, nobody nobody was bent out of shape because it was so gorgeous out. So mm-hmm. we stood outside and talked until we could go inside. And so I'm assuming men's breakfast in the future is going to be at be 10 o'clock. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Pastor Jim is watching and probably Krista, too. Uh, that's awesome. I mean, it's great to have Jim and yeah. Slater. That's one thing. Uh, Jim and Krista. Jim and, Jim and Slater. <laughs> Jim and Slater back in town. Jim and Krista back in town. Um, it was great to see them this past weekend and uh, have them be a part of the stuff going on around here yeah. again. We have Lynn on with us and Wes Parker is on with us. Connie. Connie. Great. Yeah, that's have. awesome. All you folks. I got Lynn's question here. So Uh-oh. this weekend, Pastor Scott and I both preached on this idea of gratitude. The drought buster of gratitude and thankfulness. And the drought maker, maker of selfishness and self-absorption. Um, and Lynn, we'll start, should we start with the question or should we give an overview of kind of what we're going to be doing? It's a little bit different. It's a little bit different program here because actually we're going to be talking from two different sermons. Pastor Scott preached his sermon uh, at the lakes. I preached mine at the windmill campus. And you guys get to vote on which sermon you like better. 
<laughs> so, voting like yours better. Voting takes voting will take place in the corners. Just go ahead and write down which one. And if you haven't seen them both, go back and watch them both, and then you can you can email me later with your vote. And I'm your kidding. eternity it depends on your answer. <laughs> Oh my gosh! No, we, of course we don't. We would never be in competition. I'm not a competitive person no. at all, no. and so we wouldn't care about anything like that. Actually, well, so, I, w- I was gonna say you started your message with um, talking about some like examples of our body, you know, needing water, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. it was um, interesting because I immediately thought of last month. I had some car problems and. I pulled in my driveway and like a little like dinger came on and then all of a sudden, I mean, it was just like haywire, all these messages beeping and dinging in there and it was my um, car was, water was was overheating. And I was like, oh, "Oh." like even our car, like all these things are like sending these like mass messages like, ah, help, I'm out of water, like I need. (laughs) I'm overheating, I'm overheating. (laughs) Well, and at the lakes, I I started out by talking about, you know, just living where we live and what I didn't know because I didn't grow up here. Mm. Uh, but when it was decided on the, the Colorado River uh, Alliance, I forget the exact term, but when they voted to say who gets how much water, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. hardly anybody lived in Vegas. And so we get very little of the Colorado River water. Uh, and actually, the Las Vegas Valley has done a pretty good job over the years of conserving and, and doing water. Yes. But but we talk about how, like, Lynn is in Arizona. Uh, Arizona owes us some water. So supposedly some of it's Figures. underground. Or Figures. they have to take less. But I said, you know, what if the lake just keeps drying up? It isn't like... <laughs> Oh, it will. Yeah. Unless, uh, unless I know, so it's things like, change. Lynn, that water that... We, you guys owe us. Get it back here, okay? <laughs> those Arizonans are I know. so selfish. I live there. And California takes oh even more gosh, of Oh, my gosh, those Californians. <laughs> I think we actually get the least amount of water we, we from do. The, do. in the Alliance. Because there was just nobody in Nevada when they divvied it up. Mm-hmm. You know why? Because it's really just all about us. Really, that's what you're, you need to focus on. The more you focus on yourself, the better off you will be. Uh, the, less, the less you care about other people, the better your life is. And that is the message for today. Shall we pray? Thank you for Shall we close in. it with a word of prayer? No, because Your that's... sarcasm. <laughs> Don't confuse the sarcasm for reality. Because yeah, that really is a... It is a, a drought maker, you know, uh, when you start to be selfish. But it is interesting that your, your car lets you know when it's low on water. Uh, so many plants let you know when they're low on water. And your body lets you know. I mean, I one time I got a heat stroke and it let me know. I got dizzy. I got confused. I wasn't able to function physically very well. And there's just lots of warning signs when you don't have enough water. But the thing is, the same thing happens with you spiritually. You'll get a quick temper. You'll find yourself worrying more about things. get a little irritable. Those sleepless nights are usually a sign that your soul needs a little bit more of the living water that comes through Jesus Christ. So uh, our souls let us know when we're not getting enough, enough nourishment. Um, what did Connie say? The damn dam was built for farmers, California farming, I believe. Well, and Lynn said it's actually California that's the culprit, that they're really good at conserving water in Arizona. We're actually better here. Of all yep. of the places, people model themselves after the Las Vegas, the way we conserve water here. I... I this is the drought monitor. Well, you better show them. Don't the show them. The drought monitor. 
And that just shows where in the United States drought is happening right now. I think we're in the red on that. We're in the real dark red over yeah. here in yeah. the orange there. Well, actually, oh, we're we're, orange. the worst places are oh. the Central Valley of oh, California, yeah. which so is much where of the our fruit, So much yep. of our fruit and vegetables And then right now, there. it's like Oklahoma, Kansas, western Nebraska, the very worst places. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, so it's the drought is measured in so many different ways, too. But of our souls. So what do we do on. when our souls are feeling a little bit dry? What are some things that we can do to make it better? Well, you know, for us, what Nevada does, or Las Vegas, is they drill deeper, but now the problem is the lake just keeps dropping, and mm -hmm. so you drill. But we have to go deeper, too. Mm -hmm. We have to go deeper spiritually into God's That's a good word. point. Yeah. Drill deeper wells, drill deeper into your spirituality and your faith. Ooh, that was, that's good. I like that a lot. Um, you know, we're starting this new sermon series on drought busters, and Jesus says these words during a festival time. He says, anyone who is thirsty can come to me and drink. And of course, he isn't saying I have all this water in this bucket that you can come and get. But he's talking about being the living water, the water that nourishes our souls. And so really, when it gets right down to it, the foundation is Jesus Christ. And it says, rivers of living water will flow from the heart of anyone who believes in me. Um, we should be that easy to nourish some of the rivers here yeah. in the Southwest yeah. through belief in Christ. But... You, it's, very, it's that simple. To nourish your soul is to make yourself more connected to Jesus Christ. And one of the ways that Pastor Scott and I talked about connecting yourself to Jesus Christ is through just being thankful to Christ and having an attitude of gratitude in your life because it connects you to that living water that will nourish your soul and, and fight some of those things like the irritability, the sleeplessness, the worry um, that comes into our lives. So we had a couple of questions. Uh, one of them, Lynn. That was a good question. What is Connie saying there? Um, she's saying that Nevada's done an awesome job of restricting water use. Yeah. That Colorado needs more snow so that Lake Mead can get more water. Yes. Fact. All right. Lynn had a great question. She sent this to me yesterday. Question for Deeper. She said, how do you get past the superficial trappings of gratitude? and move to more meaningful lives of gratitude. So in other words, a move past kind of the um, the cute little gratitude strategies to make it sink into your soul. Mm. So you actually develop kind of more like set an attitude of gratitude. And what was it you, you called it? Well, I talked about something like a little bit different called toxic positivity. Toxic. Well, I would think that would be shallow, a sense of shallow gratitude. But go ahead. Say more about that. Well, I think toxic positivity is more saying like, of like it's this fantasy world of everything's great all the time. Whereas gratitude... It isn't? It's not. Gratitude is, you know, finding... Um, the best of, a, of something or the best of a situation, but still allowing some of those like negative feelings that surround it. So, you know, I mean, if something you're walking through something really hard, you can still acknowledge that this is hard and this does suck, mm -hmm. but you can look to the, the silver linings to find like the best in that situation, which helps you, um, you know, move past it versus staying stuck in it. You know what I mean? Whereas toxic positivity is like, everything's fine all the time. No, I don't have any bad. I feel great. Like, you know, I don't. I don't How are you need doing? To be, oh, I'm great. I'm yeah. wonderful. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't need to be sad that my kid's sick because my other, my other kid's healthy. So I, everything's fine. You know what I mean? Like, um, yeah. I mean, that's not the best example. But 
As far as Lynn's question, I was going to ask, do you think that some of it is kind of like fake it till you make it? Like if you just start with a practice of like this daily gratitude, do you think that, you know, as you're doing it, it's going to start kind of embedding deeper into where you really aren't having to work so hard at having that surf it won't feel so surface level because it will feel deeper because it's kind of been something you're working toward absolutely um there is definitely a fake she goes is there a difference and i would say that sometimes there is a difference you can like say you can pretend um but the more you just practice gratitude the deeper it's going to sink in sometimes you just you do just need to you wake up in the morning you don't feel very thankful you don't feel like life is very good and you still you sit down and if you can develop the practice of just thinking of five things you're thankful for or like what i do is i try to write them down in a in a journal it just kind of forces you then to move past the negative things you're thinking about and bring into that equation some of the positives so sometimes it might seem shallow and you might not even feel it's like praying when you really don't even think God is listening, right? It's kind of that same thing. You do it anyway. And what you do is you invite God into that situation. And when you do these things, it's an invitation. It's like showing up at church when you would rather watch football or just sleep in. You go, you do it. And I don't know how many times I've heard from people, I'm so glad I went. Mm-hmm. It felt really good. We, we weren't going to come, you know, or whatever. And we, I'm just so glad we came here. Sometimes you do just have to go through uh, the motions, um, but I think there is, I think Lynn is on to something, whereas if it's not making a difference in your soul, then you need to try some different yep. ways of doing it. If you're, you've tried something and after a few months you're like, yeah, this isn't making a difference, then you do something else. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like some people say, well, we say something thankful before a meal. Sometimes that can be good, but if it, you know, if same being thankful before you sit down to dinner you do that for a couple months and it's not making a difference in your attitude, then maybe you need to try something that's a little bit more meaningful. Maybe you need to try being thankful and writing things down and during some quiet time or just really being still with God um, and bringing in and say, thanking God for the certain things that are in your life. Uh, it just depends on where, where you're at. Well, I think that, um, you know, we do highs and lows at bedtime with my kids mm-hmm. and I noticed that it just became like one more thing that we had to try to get through to get the kids to bed. Mm, and yeah. so I, I noticed that it wasn't meaningful. You know, it was like everyone was kind of irritable mm-hmm. and no one was really like... You Nobody know. was really getting into it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so we actually had to shift away from doing it right before bedtime and we kind of just fit it in randomly throughout the day versus like at any one specific time. And it helps it to be a little bit more of an intentional practice for my family. I mean, I know that's not the same for everybody because I think sometimes when we get into these um, habits, they can can feel more rote than like, Mm -hmm. you know, um, meaningful meaningful and connecting. And and that was just a strategy that I felt helped us in that sort of situation of like, we need to get out of that like roteness of it and kind of sporadic throughout the day to help it be more meaningful. I like that, Tommy. I think that you've got to kind of find what works for you yeah. in your perspective. And speaking of some of you that are tuning in, some people are more predisposed to be positive than others. Studies have shown that there is a genetic element 
to this as well. So some of you have to work harder at it. <laughs> you know, some of those people, you you know them, they're just so annoying because they're positive all the time. Well, they're probably not faking it. Some people are just more predisposed. Yeah. So if you're one of those people that tends to be predisposed towards worry and thinking about all the things that are wrong in the world versus some of the things that are right, and I know some of you are. Um, Do you want to name names? I'm not going to name a single name. Uh... <laughs> Because that would not be a positive thing to do. No. You have to develop uh, probably more regular strategies for that and work a little bit harder at it than others. That is just a fact. Hmm. Cicero, I love this. He said, gratitude is not only the greatest of all virtues, but the parent of all the others. Mm. I honestly think that, uh, and I've, I saw that as I was looking at some different studies that I was looking up online. The studies have shown that really of all of all the um what are those called virtues gratitude is one of the most important ones that you can bring into your life i was for my sermon checking some stuff out too and harvard health mm-hmm. in august of 1421 said giving thanks makes you happier mm-hmm. and um and, and then they went on in the same article the gratitude helps people feel more positive emotions relish good experiences improve their health Yep. Deal with adversity and build strong relationships. Actual physical, there are actual physical benefits to positivity or trying to find gratitude in your life. Lowers heart disease, the risk of heart disease, um, blood pressure. There were some others that I I saw that improve sleep. Improve sleep. That's a a big one, obviously. (laughs) The more sleep we have, the better we are. Better we are. You know, last week... You know, and it's just it's it's a bit of a silly example, but you know I'm not that kind of you know positive all the kind of person. I think I'm overall overall fairly positive, but the brakes went out in my truck, which really was a bummer. Mm-hmm. But they went out like just like that, and and I said to my wife, "Thank goodness it happened close to home. Thank goodness I wasn't on the freeway." And I mean, I wasn't happy it happened, but I was very grateful for where it happened and how it happened and that nobody was hurt and you know there wasn't an accident and there could have been so yeah i think even in the midst of some crappy things there are there's room to be grateful too Mm -hmm. yeah that's a really good point life is not all one or the other um and that's where that what you call it toxic positivity Mm -hmm. where you pretend there's not negative things in your life gratitude is just it's being aware that there's bad and good in your life. And it's just choosing to spend a little bit more time focused on the good. Or at least spend some time focused on the good and not dwelling on the, the negativity as much. Well, like you said, it, um, in that Harvard Health, it helps dealing with adverse, adversity. I think it's because when we have that attitude of gratitude or that, that practice of seeing where we can be grateful and those things, it like I said, it helps move us, move us past that, like, situation or environment that really has us feeling maybe less than grateful (laughs) and uh we'll keep working um sometimes when you get too focused on the negative you just throw your hands up and say nothing can Mm -hmm. be done Um, but when you realize that there's still good in the midst of it you'll keep working towards a positive outcome pastor scott you talked about uh, some lepers in Luke 17, and it's the only gospel that the story of the ten lepers is told, interestingly, Luke was a physician, so he tells this story about Jesus healing the ten lepers, and I think you all know it from Luke 17. And, of course, um, 
they came to Jesus, they cried out, and he said, go see the priests, and they left. And then on the way to see the priests, they were healed. But of course, only one came back. Now, where I focused at the lakes, because I'd preached on the same message the previous week here in a different format, but in or a different way, different focus. The one who came back, it, it says, you know, the others were healed and cleansed, as this one was, but he was the only one that came, that came back. And Jesus said, get up and go on your way because your faith has made you well. Mm. Um, and the Greek word could, some translations whole. say whole, mm -hmm. but the meaning is complete. And so, you know, to me, it, it kind of says that that gratitude that he showed to Jesus. By his faith. By his, his faith. faith mm -hmm. Made him whole. Yeah. And... You know, to me, it says, if I want to be whole, if I want to be well, I need to have that attitude of gratitude like the one leper did as well. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's a big, I love that part of that story is all of them were healed, but one was made spiritually, uh, emotionally well and that's that's a big part that's what mm -hmm. gratitude does the bible is very very clear on this um thessalonians in paul's writing to the church at thessalonica give thanks in all circumstances look at this for this is the will of god wow. in christ jesus for you this is not a recommendation this is if you this is what god's will is for you is to learn to be thankful to mm -hmm. learn to develop this attitude of gratitude in your life very important Right. So, anything else that we want to share? Any other questions from y'all watching out there from Germany to Delaware to Las Vegas? Because this is the chance as we wrap it up. This is the day the Lord has made. That's right. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Every day is the day the Lord has made. In all circumstances, give thanks. All. That's tough. Good and bad circumstances. In the worst of circumstances, there's a family here who lost their husband in our school. And a two-year-old and a five-year-old, maybe a six-year-old, hmm. and the wife. And you can imagine, they are really struggling right now. But the wife's sister, when I was visiting with him on Saturday, brought up the point, you know, he's gone, but we have two beautiful children that my children can play with, you know, and so um, we're going to try to remember that we had, you know, he helped create this family, and then he, they had some years with him, and she was grieving, she was sad, she was literally saying it with tears in her eyes, but it was just a great reminder in that circumstance, even she was trying to find something to be thankful for in the loss of her, what would that be, stepbrother? Yeah, so... Um, in all circumstances. Good, thanks. You have any prayer requests? Type them in right now so we can pray for you guys. So the drought maker is selfishness is. and the drought buster right. is gratitude. Because if you're selfish, uh, it's going to be really hard to find the things to be thankful for um, because you're going to be just too preoccupied with yourself to look around you and to see the ways that God or others are working in your world. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. So, Tommy, are you still thankful for being here and doing deeper? Yes. Oh, good, because we're glad and grateful that you are. 
We're praying for Dave I mean, and Jan. Are there any other prayer requests? Santino, I think would be good. Oh, to Santino. Keep for Santino. Does everybody know who Santino is? Santino is the, I think most do, because I mentioned it this morning during Tammy. prayer time, uh, but um, Santino is the nine-year-old son of Gala, who's uh, one of our lead singers at the 10 o'clock service. He's been in ICU for, boy, almost 19, three weeks. 19, 20 days, yeah. yeah. And, uh, I mean, the good news is there are many signs of improvement, but there's still a long road ahead, uh, I know Wes has some upcoming surgery. Oh, he's okay. watching. Okay. And um, Wes Parker. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Awesome. Let's. You can type anybody else in while we're praying. We're going to pray for Tammy. I saw Lynn put Tammy down. We just got to keep Tammy in our prayers as well. So let's go ahead and pray. Lord, once again, we are thankful. We are thankful that you are in our lives, uh, and that when we are connected to you. Springs of living water can will burst forth in our hearts. And so help us to use this thankfulness, this gratitude to stay connected to that living water that comes through the power of your Holy Spirit and through our faith. Help us to avoid the drought maker of selfishness or too pre- being too preoccupied with our own issues and our own problems. Help us to get our eyes out of our navel and to look up and to look at the ways that you are working in our world and in the ways around us. Help us to be wise and to put actual practices in our lives that will help us spend time being thankful every single day, whether it be in the morning, in the evening with our kids, before meals, or just throughout the day. Finding those moments to pause and to open ourselves up to your presence through being thankful and having an attitude of gratitude. We especially want to pray today for Dave and Jan. Uh, we know that Jan's just dealing with so much pain, and they haven't found a way to treat it yet, but I pray that they would, and that you could bring her some relief and be with Dave as he struggles with health issues, and just keep him strong. Keep him on his feet, Lord, and, and keep him well. And for Tammy, as she deals with just kind of these uncertainties about her health, help them to find ways to treat her, find out uh, kind of what's going on with her so that they can maybe begin to treat it and make her move past some of the health issues she's having and of course little Santino three weeks in the hospital in ICU and not just for him but for Gala and Jeffrey his parents Mm -hmm. who are right there with him and what a long haul and he's got so many so much more in front of him before he gets well you just be with that family they really need your presence right now and then Wes as he gets ready for some upcoming surgery and that uh, you would give him some peace with that and that you would help the surgery go well and the recovery to be quick Lord, we know that there are other people in our lives that need help and strength and healing, and we just ask that we lift those up to you in the silence of our heart, that you would be with them, bring them a sense of your hope, a sense of your peace. We pray this all in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Guys, thank you again for being a part of our Wednesday Good News at Noon Deeper Edition. All right. God bless you all. Thanks for tuning in. Those listening on the podcast as well, great to have you joining us too. Bye-bye now. Thanks again, everyone, for joining us for this episode of Good News from Good Sam. We ask that you would join us again for our next podcast as we continue to go deeper. And remember to subscribe to the show where you listen to podcasts so that you don't miss an episode. And again, I'm Pastor Scott. And I'm Pastor Don. Thanks for listening, and we just hope you have a great day.